0: What up, guys? It's Dr. Vick, and you're listening to the Mindful Experiment podcast. Each week, I come out and share something, 10, 15, 20 minutes of something to shift perspective, raise the consciousness level of who you are, or maybe rediscover something of what you are and how to help you just break away to, I always say, like, in life, we come in pure, and then dirt is thrown on us, and we have to, over time, learn how to remove the dirt to really appreciate the light of who we are. In this episode, I'm going to talk about something called trauma, okay? We've all, to a certain degree, have had some sort of trauma in our life, and I know for me, mine was more emotional trauma that I went through growing up, and it was a lot of that I had to learn on my own, and a lot of things that we went through. Some people go through physical trauma, or it could be physical abuse. Some people have gone through trauma, through molestation, or rape, or whatever it may be. This may be a little little hard and deep, you know, but I'm going to promise you, listen to this I will shift gears to help you look at it in a different way to really let go of that to allow you to rise up and remember the greatness of who you are. so when it comes to trauma, a lot of times we look at that and 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 we we let's be straightforward when you have trauma, you were a victim of something, okay uh, whatever that may be, you were a victim of something, but the question is is how are you looking at that trauma now in your life see a lot of times and i was told this years ago that an individual who doesn't heal from something emotionally is stuck in that time frame until they can and at first i was like wow well, i can see that i can't see that you know but as i gotten older and i had my own experiences I looked at my own emotional growth, and I realized that if I didn't heal at those levels, I did not grow and become more of a mature individual. And when I mean mature, I mean from an emotional standpoint, have my emotional intelligence or something along those lines to where I can handle things a lot better, especially when it came to, you know, COVID and and the presidential election year and all that stuff. You really have to look at things and not hate somebody or dislike somebody just because of where their positioning is. But it comes to the point of, yes, you were a victim of something totally. But the question now is, are you victimizing yourself now? You see, because that event happened in the past, it's not here in the present. But what we do with anything in trauma and any type is we hold on to it. We do this in relationships. I can relate to this very much in a relationship. You go through a relationship, and let's say it wasn't a great one, right? You put your heart into it. You really thought it was going to work out. And then all of a sudden, at the end, it just doesn't work. Well, what happens is you're like, well, forget that. I'm not going with someone like that anymore. But you didn't heal from it. So, what you do unconsciously is you take the baggage from that and bring it into the next relationship. Now, no matter who that person is you're with, if you have that baggage, you have a filter on them, a perceived value, tunnel vision, if you want to call it, to how this person is going to be. And the only way you can level up in a relationship and he is basically by healing from the past and learning from it, but not learning it to where it crumbles you or disrupts your perception of a partner. Right. And so let me, you know, if you had someone who was very on top of you and and, and putting you down and so forth, and you go into another relationship and the moment someone just says something and it may have been like the slight, it was more of construction criticism. It wasn't even something negative. They did it in a very nice way. They said it elegantly with nice tone, body language positive. You're not going to see that because you're stuck in a certain realm, a certain baggage that you're carrying on. So then what happens is, is when they say something like that, you react like it's the person before. And if you really want to go deep and if you really want to do the work, it's actually your parents. You see, because they model us to what our relationships are with a male and female. And it's it's fascinating when I've done that work with myself, I realized I saw the blocks in my own self. And so you have to really look at that and understand the baggage that you're carrying on through that process. And this is what we do when we become a victim of something. We carry that into other things in our life. We let that hold power to us. And the thing is, is we're giving power to let that hinder us to actually tell us who we are. We're letting an experience dictate who we are. Instead of us dictating what that experience is. See, that's the difference between the power of the creator, the power of who you really are, the the essence of who you really are. We look at things from a perspective and we actually get to create and dictate what that means to us. It doesn't matter what, what expert says. It doesn't matter what the common people say. It's what you say and what you want it to be. This is the power that you have within you. And this is, this is, I love this part because this is what I do when I work with entrepreneurs and chiropractors, when I get into coaching with them is we work on a lot of this stuff. How do you look at things from a different light so that you can choose what that is going to be for you, right? I've seen, I've been to a lot of things in my life and I've seen some people Who've been hindered. I have one person I remember, she was molested multiple times uh, by an uncle and her own father. And she held that for 40 years, 40 years. And we're in this seminar, and all of a sudden, she shifts her perspective. She forgives them because she realized that she's been suffering all that time because she became a victim of it and let that dictate her life. And now, when she realized her true power, she realized she can take that and make it anything she wants. And she can create the life that she wants, not being in state in that perspective, being in what she wants it to be. There's power behind this, guys, more than I can ever imagine. I even know for myself, with my own limited belief systems and the things that I have, because I'm human and I have them too. And I'm always working on these things. I'm always learning to try to become, I want to say better, I want to say more of actualizing or realizing or having more awareness to who I really am, the power of who I really am. And so when you look at this, this kind of concept, you can totally change your life when you understand this. Now I do this in helping business and in life because we carry these things in these different arenas. And if you don't work on yourself and break through this, you're never going to achieve higher levels. I know that personally for my own business, because actually when I work on me more then all of a sudden, everything in my life rises up. But if I don't work on me, everything starts to break down. And I've seen this I've tested this so many times. Sometimes I test it and I don't even know I'm testing it. I don't want to test it, but I I just feel like my um, I'm going through it, and all of a sudden I'm like, "Why am I having to test myself again?" Uh, It's kind of fascinating because you're like, "Well, I know these things. I'm trying to do this, and then yet here we go. I'm going through another challenge." Um, But it's one of those things that you can either be the victim, like victimizing yourself. That's what I mean by that, or you can choose to let that event, whatever that may be, to empower you. See, because I, from my own experiences. And the research I've done and the book I've written called The Walk in the Dark, what I've learned is that you can actually, you have the power to turn and turn that around to be whatever it is you want. And once you really step into that power and you you declare what that event was and what it meant to you and what is it that you're going to learn from that and what that's going to teach you and give you, there's actually a lot of blessings and gifts in that. I know this may sound weird, but if you've been listening to my podcast for a little bit, you'll hear that I've interviewed some people who we have actually talked about trauma, um, or they went through trauma, and you'll hear me ask a question. I always ask this question because I have yet got to know from this, is whatever trauma they went through, I would ask, how much of that experience now is a blessing in your life, rather than a tragic event? And I've never gotten a no yet. They've all said it's been a blessing. And that's with a health condition or any types of traumas. My history of what I went through, I am very blessed for. It prepared me to have emotional resilience to be able to handle things a lot more. You know, it's one of those things where like if something goes down, I may I get stressed, you know, I get bothered. I'm human. I have emotions, but I'm e- easily able to get re- get recentered and say, OK, well, this is what it is. This is how it is. And how am I going to adapt? And why? Because I had to do a lot of that when I was a kid and I hated it as a kid. I did not like it in high school. I didn't like it in my teenage years. But you know what, though, as I got older, I look back now and I actually appreciate it. It's taught me to not get caught up in the stress, not get caught up in the noise, not get caught up in hypes. And it allows me me to stay centered. And this is why when I coach with people, they're like, Something can happen, and I don't get reactive. I just sit there and go, okay. Or in my own life, I mean, I do get reactive in my own life a little bit. I'm I'm human. I'm going to react, um, but it's very short lived, and I'm getting better and better at it to where I catch it faster. Sometimes some bigger blows that I go through. Um, sometimes they'll hit me for a few hours. Sometimes it may take six hours, but it doesn't last more than I mean, half a day, I would say. And then I reconfigure. I get centered. I get back into my place. I do what I need to do for me to get me clear, my mind cleared. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, okay, now. How am I going to respond? What's the situations and what is it that I can do that I have some influence over? And what are some things I just don't? And I have to just go through this and learn from it because we can't control every little thing, uh, but we can control one thing and that's yourself. So in this, look at how it comes to when you're looking at trauma and know that that will hinder you if you carry that on because you're you're victimizing yourself from something that doesn't exist anymore. And you're choosing to allow that to have power over you and just and dictate who you are rather than you dictating that on your own terms. So if you can shift this energy, it is monumental, monumental. I can't tell you. I'm, I've worked with some people who've had some trauma. And, and when we made that shift, it was like, you see a whole new person coming out. And it was just like, oh my goodness, there you are. This is who I've seen all this time. And it's amazing what can happen, but you have to do the work. You got to go through this part. You have to um, you know, create these shifts because if you don't become a prisoner in your own mind, you become a prisoner in your own life. And all of a sudden, what's that worth living? Not saying not worth living, but is that worth being the highest level of what you can be? Is that the best version of you? Because you have greatness in you. I'm not trying to make this a motivational speech. I'm just speaking truth. You have greatness within you. And if you let something take power over you, then that is going to put you in a mental prison until you realize you had the key all along, all along to unlock it. So why not look in and find a key to unlock Because once you do, I promise that you will see a whole different life than ever before. I look back at my life now and I'm blessed for everything that has ever happened. Every single thing that happened, the good and the bad. And I take it because I I dictate what that means. You know, from having, um, I had a dad who was a perfectionist. So he took that perfectionism and dumped it on me, right? And so as much as I couldn't stand that, no matter how good I did something, no matter how great I thought I did something, whatever it was, a project, baseball game, whatever. That perfectionism will come in and he'll point something off. He'll point something wrong. Does it suck that I do the same thing now? No, I can't stand it sometimes. I even tell my wife, why do I have to look at the negatives? Um, I'm looking for them all the time. But when it comes to me being a better person, when it comes to me leveling up, raising my standards, when it comes to me being able to, how do I get better and better? I don't compare myself to others. I compare myself to myself only. And how can I be better? That perfectionism kicks in. And I allow, though, here's the thing. Cause perfectionism can be a disease, but what I do is I allow for room for error, but I say, okay, where am I at? And how am I improving? Oh, great. And that, that I, to look for where to improve helps me to evolve and become better every single time. And that's something I'm grateful for because then I'm not getting comfortable. I'm not saying, well, look where I've created. Look where I'm at. Okay, we're good. I don't have to really strive for anything more. No, no, no. I continually strive every single day. Just like in this podcast, I try to make it better every single time. Every time I release an episode with you guys when it's just me, I want to raise that up to be better. Everything that I do in my life, I'm always trying to get better and better at um, to perfect. It's like a craft. It's like a sport. um, And I'm trying to perfect every little thing that I can Excuse me to get better at what I do. And so don't be a victim of your past. You dictate what that means to you. Because remember, there's no rules in life except the ones you create. And so you get to create the rules of what that meant to you, what it's going to do for you, and how that's going to help you expand and grow in your life. But you have to choose. You have to decide. And once you do that, it's a game changer. Give it a try. Let me know what you think. That's what I got for you guys this week. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please follow, subscribe, and also share a review. Let us know what you think. If you were inspired by this, pay it forward by sharing with someone when you know. And as always, check us out on social. Appreciate you guys as always. I'll talk to you all next week. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing with someone that you know could benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us, so you don't miss another amazing episode.